Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's season now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah. Welcome to Real 45, episode 22. And thanks to Titus or Dirt. Be sure to check them out on their Facebook page and Instagram. And hi, Greg. Hey, Stefan. What's cooking, man? I don't know. It's so much snow, snow outside. So I'm, I don't know how to say that. You're not cooking? Pushing. <laughs> I'm not cooking at all. <laughs> So, I've been following. I've been following your weather there, and uh, I'm I'm very close to to leaving the California shores to to head back over there, and and uh, yeah, hopefully cook the weather up a little bit for you. But man, <laughs> it it's been crazy, right? The last couple of weeks, and just always below freezing, and it just seems like snow comes every other day or something. I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I'm ready for this. <laughs> no, it's not crazy much snow, but it comes some every day, and then. Uh, some of the days are warmer in the days, so it's above the, the zero. Uh, so it melts and then it's getting cold again. Man, it, is it for you guys? I mean, this is probably one of the better winters you've had for a while. Yeah, I think so. Today was a really good day. The sun was shining. Actually, my daughter, Alva, <laughs> I have to say this, it was so cool. Because I, I told them at home that you are leaving from from the states and going home uh, not home but come to sweden uh-huh. and, second home <laughs> yeah <laughs> home for me anyway yeah right and she stood look at the out to the window and said to to my wife greg is coming home so and it's always sunny when he comes home <laughs> <laughs> what well, i love that girl <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool. she just won me over she just won me over big yeah so, she wants she wants to have a fika with you <laughs> yeah, hey, why not? A fika in the sun, because when I come, the sun's coming with me. It always does. <laughs> oh, what a... <laughs> well, I, let's hope that that's true, right? Because I saw you sent me a picture earlier, and the sun was blasting on the, over, uh, like glaring across the, the white snow, and it looked beautiful, but uh, yeah, I imagine it's still not uh, extremely warm. No, and the sun is just here for like 10 minutes, and then it goes away again. Uh, well, <laughs> But at least it's brighter. Yeah, that's right even those 10 minutes it's yeah it's worth it <laughs> yeah no but when you when we get up now in the morning in like seven eight it's it's bright outside so that's good have you guys done any skiing or anything like that or polka or yeah some polka but not that much skiing actually i am supposed to ski this uh, today you know not downhill but on skis oh the like cross country yeah all right. And you had to cancel it because we're doing our recording? Yeah. <laughs> You're such a good guy. I love it. I love the commitment to the podcast. <laughs> I that's you have to you have to do the most important thing. You know, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I ha- I like it how you have your priorities in place. Yeah. It's important it's important to get your priorities right. So the skiing can come later. You know it was rad. You know, one thing to another, I was watching the news yesterday and 
it came across our morning news that a study over the last 50 years from the University of Gothenburg mm-hmm. has proven that exercise is a key element to preventing dementia. To dement? Oh. And what do you call, what do you call dementia in Swedish? Yeah, dement. It's the same thing. Dement. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I was pretty impressed because, you know, it's, it was right there broadcast. The Swedes, they know their stuff. They've been studying this over, over 50 years and they're saying that they found that it's proven to exercise every day, 30 minutes every day at least. And it, uh, it will help to prevent dementia. So you Swedes, man, you're clever people. We just have to do it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We're not that clever. We know that we have to do it, but we don't. We don't. <laughs> do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's really cool. I mean, it's it's back to the priorities. I think. Thirty yeah. minutes you just should have time for it. It's just thirty minutes, right? Yeah. Yeah. For thirty, 30 minutes, minutes earlier. And it's the same, like you told me too, about the the lady there in Sweden that did the the study where you. When, when you're working at, at your job and you sit down on your desk all the time, you got to stand up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, stand up. That's it. <laughs> well, I can't remember the exact amount of time, but that, that's a good thing to practice, you know? So you don't, you don't just get complacent in your chair. You actually get up and move your body. Exactly. So every time you sit down, you have to sit down 10 times. Right, exactly. And then if you, you could step it up then too. So every time you come up, you can do it. Dab. Oh yeah. <laughs> dab. Right. And every other time on the left and right, like yeah, that. left and right. <laughs> then it's like it's more like three D type training too. So that way you're 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 really moving your body both sides and getting your balance and your coordination correct. So dab, <laughs> you can maybe you can do a video on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can see me, but nobody else can. That's probably better. <laughs> probably <laughs> normally normally I need a couple of uh, you know a couple of drinks before I would start dabbing in front of people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so that's cool yeah that's really cool yeah so, so you're coming back and and going to poland quite quick more or less i will uh head back over that direction to the european shores again and pretty much straight to poland this for team presentations and uh, practice sessions and everything is providing the weather plays plays part but it seems like the last week had been pretty decent weather warming up and you're starting to see a lot of practices going on in different tracks around poland in Croatia, of course, and places where the weather is better. But now we're coming to the serious part and supposed to start uh, the real team training and testing and all that. And the actual weather is going the wrong way. So it's, it's classic springtime, yeah. right? It can be great one, one, two days, and the next day it's below freezing, and then it goes up to 14 degrees. And yeah, oh, here we go. But that's all right. That's all right. All right. The hardest part is leaving the Pacific side here. It's, you know, we've had a little bit of rain and, and uh, our cool weather, mm-hmm. which is probably, you know, those cold days of like 14, 15 degrees Celsius. <laughs> cold. It's cold. That's cold. It's I had cold a friend that, that came home from California last week and she said it was 24 degrees. You have to stand in the middle of your shorts. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So the air can go up and down, <laughs> up and down, and just cool down all the warm parts. Yeah. <laughs> but oh. she probably told you that, right? 
Yeah, she did. She had a yeah. skirt, I think. Oh, gotcha. All oh, right. Okay. So, <laughs> well, you know, guys in shorts and girls in their skirts. That's all right. It's, what it is. it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> it's a free world. It's a free world. Yeah. <laughs> so the so the the actual racing starts the eighth of April. The official league starts April the eighth for us. And I start beforehand in just over a week and a half at the Speedway Best Pairs in Turin, also in Poland too. That's the they, they kind of start the season off with that event, which is was pretty cool because everyone's no one's really been active in too many races, just preseason practices and stuff like that. But this this one, I'm competing in the Monster Team together with Pavel Przepelski and Chris Holder, so we will kick off there and. I'm not sure exactly what the team placings are at the moment, but uh, for me, I'm pretty excited. I haven't been on the bike for a while and, and uh, not in the race mode, but I'm been riding and testing and getting myself all back into shape and things feel good so far, but you never know until the tapes go up. <laughs> no, that may be true, but I mean, the, the feeling starts coming, doesn't it? Yeah, you can say that it's, it's been coming now for, for quite a few weeks and, Every, every year we say the same. As soon as New Year's comes, it feels like the treadmill picks up pace and it doesn't matter as you try to slow the treadmill down, it just picks up speed constantly and suddenly it's the beginning of the season. You know, you're just running, <laughs> running, running, running and it's Monday and it's Friday, it's Monday and it's Friday and the kids are going to school Monday and they're off over the weekend on Friday and it just feels like the weeks fly by. So... Uh, yeah, it's a good thing, but at the same talk, it's like, what happened to those years when you were a kid? And yeah. Friday was took forever to get to. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's just Monday. Oh, it's just yeah. Tuesday. And <laughs> nowadays, it just feels like, man, can we just like, I can't wait for the middle of the week just so we can maybe stop. <laughs> <laughs> Slow That's down a little bit. Yeah. I remember the, the, the spring breaks, not the, not the spring, the summer breaks. Mm-hmm. It was like a whole year, and now the summer is like, choom, and it's gone. Try to stop the clock, right? Yeah, it's, man, oh, it's nuts, and it's just life. Of course, it's we're all much more busy than we were when we were kids too. So uh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah, talking about Amazing. school, I, we we're having a situation in school with my with a lot of my daughters, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, they have a. She has a quite hard time, I think, with bullying and stuff like that. Like she's getting bullied. Yeah. Yeah, you you had mentioned this when you were here before. Really, so it's still continuing. Yeah, and it, I think it's on the on the top of the mountain right now. Uh, oh. Yes, we. It's quite hard, but I. I was thinking about how. Is there anything on this kind of things in Speedway with the young guys or even with the with the older guys? I'm kind of like, uh, I feel like I'm the bully sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> no. You know what? When it comes like that, I, uh, I wouldn't say amongst the riders there's so much bullying, but probably, you know, with, with not overstepping the boundary here in a conversation like this, you know, there's between... Um, promotions and federations and and riders and associations like that you know there there's always a level of of authority at some point amongst certain people you know and 
you uh, you have to establish yourself that uh, you know you, you got to stand up for your rights. It, it is a free world. Yeah. We all ride under specific conditions or specific contracts and stuff like that, which it's your choice whether you sign on the dotted line and agree to all that fine print or do you look it over and try to negotiate. So, um, however, a lot of contracts these days are, if you want to ride, you sign the contract. If you don't want to ride, don't sign it. So oh. it's, it's really, when you sign it, it feels like some of the authority can be really overly utilized periodically mm -hmm. but again i think that's up to you to have you know a strong backbone and be strong will minded or you know and it's in your it can be in the personality too and obviously we're not kids like that it's like they're happening at school you know but unfortunately in our cases these days you have to have lawyers and stuff like that too which is it's so different than it was back when i first started it was like some of my contracts were just a handshake and an honor like no big deal for, for years at a time. We'd sign the contract at the end of the year just so that they could put it in the books as, yeah, yeah, we signed a contract. <laughs> but yeah. it's, I, I don't know, you know, there's, there's, I think every writer's probably got some situation. I know they have. I've heard a lot of stories and it's sad that it has to be like that. But in this day and age, until the, the writers and, and promoters and, and associations or federations can actually have their own uh, source of, of commitment and, and working together. I think it's gonna continue to be that way. So you never wanna see unions and things like that happen. But in this day, I think it's probably gonna be, it's probably adamant that at some stage in the over the next years that there will have to be some sort of formation of riders working together to, to achieve the same thing and together working with the federations and, and the, uh, you know your local nationalities to try to make a good collaboration and make it work good for the future because right now it feels like it's a little bit maybe it's a little bit one-sided okay. uh, that's just my opinion that must be hard for the young guys that have not that doesn't have the experience and the balls for it or <laughs> what do you say or sure. and if they don't have this uh oh how do you say that like luke as you like um i can't even well i mean swedish but yeah, you mean like someone that has you know obviously i've been around like, the game like for a while. Role model or, yeah oh i hear you i hear you well yeah i i don't see myself as a role model either you know I, i'm just we're all in this together of course we all want to win that doesn't make me any better than one of the kids that's just starting out that just makes me more experienced and and probably a little bit more open to addressing situations in another way because i feel that you know strong in my beliefs and i've showed that you know i'm here to, to help the sport to help the fans to help the sponsors and to help most importantly help my team win so i don't ever do anything i feel like i'm a teacher's pet in that way you know i never really do anything <laughs> wrong and often you you think the way you get penalized you i really wish i would have done something wrong <laughs> so that i can <laughs> justify my penalty but you're sometimes you're just penalized for being good and that's that's the sad part and some of yeah. these kids they don't know um, what's going to happen and we try i try to educate these guys the best that i can like luke becker now who's traveling with me on my trip over and i, I traveled with brock nickel last year too and 
spent a little bit of time with some of these guys in the winter and Luke in particular is so open and so interested to figure out he's kind of an introvert type of person, but there's by in no way is he ever going to be bullied. He's very strong in that way, but he takes a lot in and he listens to a lot. And I'm just trying to let him know that this is how it is. You have to stand up for what you believe in. You don't want to overstep the boundary, but you need to, if you feel strongly about something, probably you're right. You know, you need to be smart in many ways, but, in this day and age, you he's the future and he's one of the key guys. If he's educated properly, how or the way I feel properly is <laughs> that he might pick up a few great tools and go on and be able to transform the sport in the future, things that we've not been able to achieve in our career so far. So hopefully he'll be able to be one of those guys that will grow together with some of the other youngsters that are coming up now are very strong minded, got big shoulders and ready to to keep Speedway growing and keep Speedway great. So, yeah, yeah, I can concentrate about driving or racing instead of all of the paperwork and shit around. <laughs> you, you got that right. <laughs> I took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> it's, it's, it is like, I feel sometimes I, it's all the things you have to do and all the contracts and all the stuff. I mean, it's, it's the way it is today because everything's becoming more and more professional, which is great. But sometimes you get to the races and you forget about the ones, so many regulations or rules and things like that when you're thinking, oh, no, I didn't do this or I didn't do that. I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to do that. And you got to have people around reminding you constantly, too, about this. And when, when all you really want to do is put your focus on riding your bike. Mm -hmm. that, that's what you should do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the way yeah. of the world. Yeah. It's a whole company. I mean, to to drive a bike it you know what it is i have three full-time mechanics a manager and uh and you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and, uh, it's those people that you have to and and often things can get overlooked just because things change quite often too and you get into your regular routines your regular roles and uh you know you have to be on your pace or on your game so you don't miss something or find yourself going you get in trouble or you get fined or 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 discipline for something that you really truly weren't aware of for some yeah, mistaken reason. Oh yeah, it's hard, but it, this is fun to hear because you don't understand how it works. No, and you know, I mean, contracts were we can only say so much too, you know, and and the way it's written. So you know, I just I just elaborate openly about how I I would like to see things be so mutual and grow together and. Of course, we have to follow the guidelines and 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 have a specific pattern for for media and tele, you know television and and sponsors recommendations or requirements and and all sorts of marketing stuff like that. But you don't want to see it take away from the the key element, which is winning races and and yeah, putting on a show for their for their point. Their team they want their team to win, but at the same time, it's also a show. So if your team's even if your team's winning and it's not a show, it's something isn't always going to add up. So you need to have both both elements. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> That's my opinion. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> should we talk about something more uh, uplifting? Or should we say gumball last week? We talked oh. about them in several episodes now, and now it's been, the race has been done. You know what? The gumball is talk about uplifting. 
at the same point. It's uplifting. And it's like, I always think over here when we have the Olympics every year, I mean, forever, there's always been this uh, commercial that they play and they always talk about the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Um, and boy, did you see that at the gumball? The thrill of victory was unreal. And the agony of defeat, like my son Wilbur, <laughs> was just like, you know, that's it. The world's over. <laughs> it's going to end. The sky's falling, you know. But he's so quick to bounce back, which is great. But we had some issues with his bike on the practice day and I uh, couldn't repair the engine. So fortunately, Colton Hicks' father, Bob Hicks, Colton, who we helped in the 250s last year, yeah. uh, him, amongst others, the, the Williams family, Chad Williams. And there's so many people that come to the, to the rescue. Hey, we got parts. We've got this. We've got engines. What do you need? And uh, in the end, our, our friends there, Bob Hicks, insisted that we take his engine, you know, because we helped them out last year, which is they didn't need to do that. But they even took the motor out of the bike and put the motor in the bike for me and just said, nope, let us do something because you took care of us last year. We're taking care of you now. Like, That's cool. Super cool. So they they went out of their way and we're so grateful, you know, that, that these kind of the sport is a family. So they put a motor in, the second motor in for Wilbur and and he got to start the event uh, in fine form like he did and was had difficult time getting out of the starts. The, the motor would react a little different than his, but man, he had some speed when he got going and started passing people and going to the outside and the inside. And I think he had two seconds in his first two rides and then he won his third ride pretty convincingly because he just managed to get it to the corner first. And then in the, uh, in his fourth ride, something happened with the carburetor or something and it loaded up and the bike completely stalled when he dropped the clutch. So he got a zero and missed the main event by one point. No. So that was like gumball explosion, disaster. <laughs> disaster. It's like, I actually saw it live. Uh, <laughs> did you? Not everything, but I, I, I looked in like one and a half hour or something. Uh huh. Go rad. It was really cool. Just to see him ride. And, and I saw that thing that he talked about when he came on the outside and then the inside. And I was like, yeah, go Wilbur. But he didn't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> oh he heard you <laughs> he was trying and it was pretty deep and sticky because it, it's been really damp and moist so kelly had a hard time getting the track to to pack in hard so wilbur was putting it out there and his little bike you know it's not that high off the ground and he went into the dirt a couple of times outside of the other kids with a lot of speed a lot more speed than normal and i'm like it all looked great but suddenly he went into you know something that was probably you know, four or five inches deep. And that's about how high his bike is off the ground. Oh. So when he leaned it over, it just dug in like a big shovel and almost pitched him over the handlebars a couple of times, but he managed to save it and recovered and pulls it off. I was just standing with my dad going, this is insane. Look at him. He's riding it like a long track. And this track's, <laughs> you know, it's 100, 120 meters or something or 150. So, oh, so uh, cool. It was awesome, but some of the kids, Sebastian Palmisi, our our uh, recent guest on the show too, he he won his first gumball rally. He did so good, and even with he had a little bit of trouble, one engine failure, and he still managed to come out on a second bike and win the main event. So he's he is a pretty happy camper right now. So it almost feels like they celebrated more than he went in the national championship. I love that. Uh, that was so cool. I I saw that, and and the the speaker was like, when when they lift him up, they I don't know. I'll throw it in the air, yeah. Yeah. 
He was like, oh, that's how you did in the, in the back old days. <laughs> you do them in the, like that. <laughs> These days, you got to be careful. You might get a lawsuit if you drop them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it was, so, it was so rad. Sebastian was awesome. And little Travis Horn, he won Wilbur's class, the, the 150 class that they were riding in, or 140s, whatever they are. Mm-hmm. And he rode convincingly really good. You know, these guys, Travis Horn, Owen Williams, these two kids in particular – are which are similar age to Wilbur, a little bit younger. And they ride speedway, they ride flat track, they do road racing. I mean, their dads are are full gas constantly. They're they're they go from they just, you know, they got bikes for every occasion or swapping tires around and and wow. uh, even uh, Owen's dad, Chad, gave me a set of of uh, road tires for Carl's, my little Carl's little one little fifty cc so he can go right on the road and he's he's really really thrown out the bait for me to join these guys and i i really can't wait to do that it would be so <laughs> fun so uh, no we've had a lot of fun so far this winter and i've i got to hang out with some of these these other dads that are super inspiring super helpful and you know we're all out there we want to see your kid win but in the end they go home with a smile on their face one way or another oh that's fantastic and uh, so uh Kale was on the track too <laughs> Cali was the king. Of course, he's the king. Oh. <laughs> it, he, looked, it was so comfortable. It was like own the the bike. He he did. <laughs> he did own the bike. He <laughs> he actually we got his little bike's a little bit too tall. He's got a TTR 50. It's a little motocross bike, and he rides that around. But it's a little too tall for him to to stand on his own. So we we were loaned a bike from Joe Jones, one of the sidecar guys and a good friend of ours. He lent him a little peewee that he could ride on just so he could touch the ground. And he was, the amount of laps he did in the pits, <laughs> just practicing, <laughs> hanging off the bike like he was a full-on slider, leaning over and feet off and doing all the sounds. And, and I, I think he did more laps than anybody <laughs> without even racing. <laughs> and, you know, he wins the hearts of all of us. He's you know, he's my kid and I'm biased, but he's such a little love and he's just he's such a big smile and always happy and, and brings the best out in everybody. So even Curtis Hamill's girlfriend, Casey, mm-hmm. she, she uh, sent me a message and says, I have to tell you this. I, I saw Carl practicing in the pits and I walked over to him and said, good job, buddy, looking good or something like that. She said to him and he just looked up at her and winked. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, baby. <laughs> I love He's that. Genius. <laughs> yeah, so I think Curtis almost got his hands full now. You know, Carl's on the way out. You better watch out. <laughs> so cool. Oh, it's so, fantastic. It was a, an awesome day. And Kelly Inman put on another unbelievable show. You know, the guy's he's like a father figure. He's He's a promoter. He's everything. And he really did. Everything goes for those kids. He raised about Uh, I think it was over $7,000 in cash that was donated. I I can't even say that he raised it. People just donated it because Kelly is so good about networking and just being friends. And people just, they just want to put money into his project and this project for the kids, I should say. So all that money is divided down into all the different classes as a donation. So the kids are getting an envelope with, with some bucks in it to go home and, and buy in and out burger or, or buy more gumballs or, or <laughs> in my case, I stole the money from them and put it to the gas in the truck, but you know, I'm a bad dad. 
Yeah. Somebody <laughs> has to pay that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. Life's, life's brutal, man. <laughs> that's how it works when you give up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> so hats off to Kelly and and in industry racing. They did such a great job. And, and uh, you know, now it's the build up to the Gumball Rally 2019. So it all starts now. It's cool. And I, it's really cool to follow him on Facebook because my Facebook was like overall with all of these donations. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. He he's good at it. He's that's what he said. He goes, man, I I just don't know what to do. That I get money sent to me and checks and stuff. That's and I'm overwhelmed. He said. Mm-hmm. And one way I keep telling him, you're crazy, man, because you start paying these kids to to do the gumball rally, and then they start expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, it's not that much money. They can maybe they can buy their mom and dad a coke or something after the race. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it's it's a Something. cool thing. Yeah. So they, uh, it, it's a great, it's a great deal, and uh, you know, it's just family fun for everyone. So uh, hope to see you there next year. Yeah, I hope so. It would be really cool, actually. Yeah. No, I know. I want to see a couple of foreign riders come over. I'd love to get some some Swedes or Danes or Poles and English come over and and jump in and and play with these guys. They would love it. How do you do that? I don't know. We just have to do it. Yeah. I'm not sure how it works. I mean, that's up to Kelly. We just put it on him. You know, he oh, doesn't yeah. have any, he has nothing else to do every day. So let's just give him this job. This is a challenge, Kelly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're so bored and you have nothing on your plate every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. Next year, well, there will be some European guys. That's right. Exactly. It would be really cool. It'd be really cool. And I, I, I'm sure that it's not out of, out of reach. It could be, it could be done and just to spread the word and it's a long way to travel, but I tell you what, if, if you get a taste of those gumballs, man, it's, it's addicting. I have to teach Villa then. I have one year. You gotta, it doesn't (laughs) even take, she could do it in a week. In a week. Yeah, just buy her some tugumi, some gumballs, uh-huh. and let her chew on a couple of those, and then she'll just go, where do I get more of those? <laughs> I know exactly where to get them. Check. It's a problem. I just had yeah. to write down there. <laughs> it's, it's, it's industry racing, and it's near Pomona in California. We yeah. have to go there and get them. It's the only place you can buy them. That's true. She's up for it, I think. <laughs> Bring it on. Yeah. And tell Alva, I'll have the sun with me. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. And you're you're leaving soon, so maybe we had to wrap it up. Or pretty much, man. I'm I'm zipping up the the last bag here and uh, ready to to grab my ride to the airport. So it's unfortunate. I got a really good buddy here, my, my neighbor Scott Scott Matthews, who lives down the street here. He's uh, he's become my my uh, my Uber driver for the day. It's pretty oh. funny. So I, we, we see each other. He's retired from work now and re- worked for the school district for a lot of years. I think you met Scott when you were here. Um, oh, with a fishing boat. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, cool dude. We, you know, we, we talk about stuff. He walks by every day on his, on his daily walks and we have a chat here and there. And so uh, kids get out of school right about the time I, I'm heading out. So he, he, uh, he offered... I should say I asked him and he, he was quick to say, no problem, I'll give you a ride to the airport. That's perfect. <laughs> That's a good dude. So 
thanks, Scott. I know you'll be listening to this. Him and his family, his wife Nina and his daughter Bella, they listen to these podcasts all the time. So That's I hope you are too. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, it's pretty much wrapping it up, and I'll be seeing you on the other side of the water here in uh, in no time. I'm looking forward to it. Or the other side of the snow. <clears throat> I can take it out of the way before you come. We haven't even been talking that long, and I can see, you know, fortunately, I can see you on this while we're doing this podcast on our video link. I can notice that looking at your window out the back there, it was, I could see daylight when we started, and it's, it looks dark now. It's actually really dark right now. It goes fast. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. But soon the, the days will be like 24 hours a day. We'll have some. Not really. Rock and roll. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah, much more, more or less. More or less. Yeah, more <laughs> or less. <laughs> so, you got yeah. Well, well, I'll be heading that way, and I'll be uh, hooking up with uh, with a few names from the racing industry over the next two weeks. So you guys can look forward to some interesting podcasts coming up in the weeks ahead. And uh, as always, I think you probably agree with me on this one, Stephen. We would like to get some of your thoughts out there, you listeners. Tell us who you want to hear. T- who you want to hear from? Who do you want us to talk to? Yeah. We've got a list of people we're going to talk to, but we're always curious. Um, who's on your wish list? Let us know. Send some pictures. Send an email or a photo, or actually, I should say, post it to our our Instagram or our Facebook with your thoughts. Give us questions, and uh, we want to hear from you. It would be cool to have some selfies too when you listen to the podcast. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And please keep them, uh, you know, above board. We don't want selfies from, you know. No. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Selfies with like really. face. 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 Yeah. yeah, your face, yeah. <laughs> Faces. Yeah. Selfie us, man. Tell us who you want to hear from. Let's, let's talk some trash. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, be sure to follow us and send us some faces. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah see you next week <laughs> for sure follow us like us share us on everything on on podbean itunes and acast you can listen up there and and be sure on social media we're on instagram at the real 45 podcast at real 45 podcast and again you guys share it out there and uh, again thanks to our people our friends at titans of dirt for helping us out so Have a great week. Look forward to catching up with all you guys sooner than later on or off the track. Green to win. Bye. Welcome to Real 45 with Stefan and Greg Hancock. We vibe out and have real talk, so tune in and check this out. Yeah, today is a new day. Let's seize it now and get hype. We talking about our careers, our family, and just life. Yeah, share my story with you. Inspiration like every day. Real 45, we gon' keep it live. I keep episodes on replay. Hey, Real 45. Yeah, Real 45. Show them how we do it, man. Yeah.